Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're reviewing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. One of the best sequels in the MCU. Marvel has a, has had a hard time making sequels work. Movies like Thor The Dark World, Iron Man 2, Avengers Age of Ultron, Thor Love and Thunder, and Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. This was the last James Gunn movie that was supposed to exist, but now he's back for the third and final Guardians film, or at least in this format. Honestly, the most consistent writer and director in Marvel is James Gunn. He changed the way Marvel wrote and did films. Pretty much every movie following the first movie copied something from his format, and this can and that and this film continues that success. Uh, these are the only two Marvel films I consistently laugh at. The jokes are well written; uh, they're just they're just written better, to be honest, and are actually funny. That's something that. That's the main thing that Marvel was like. What, what do we just make the yucks and the funnies? Um, and yeah, most of the other movies, they don't, I don't know, they just don't stay funny or just aren't that funny to begin with. And they're just like, we'll just be the joke. We'll be the jokey one, which is kind of funny because the Marvel comics are a lot more serious and aren't as jokey as uh, the movies that are of those same comic books. So that is kind of funny. The only joke I thought was dumb in this movie was Taserface. I was just, this is kind of dumb and lazy. It's a much kiddier joke, and that's the joke that aged the worst, in my opinion, when it came out in 2017. Five-year-old movie. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, but yeah. I just, eh. Which is fine. Sometimes jokes like that work, but it just doesn't in this one. It's just dumb. Uh, the cast being Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Kurt Russell, Vin Diesel, Michael Rooker, Karen Gillian, Sean, uh, Sean Gunn, Dave Bautista, Palm Kimenostif, Kimenif, Kimenif. I hope I pronounced that correctly. I probably didn't. Elizabeth Debicki, Bradley Cooper, Sylvester Stallone, uh, Michelle Yeoh, and Laura Harduck, and Seth Green, and Vin Rames. The whole cast does a great job. I really like the chemistry between Kurt Russell and Chris Pratt. They actually look like they could be related, which definitely adds to them being father and son in this movie. I like it a lot. I think it works. They are actually pretty good on screen together. They seem to have a bit of a, a, a good back and forth, and I like that. I actually really enjoy the movie, uh, the villain in this movie. Ego, the living planet. Da James Gunn just knows how to make these weird and bizarre characters work. He just does. I mean, just watch anything with Peacemaker, the, the Suicide Squad, or even the first one. I mean, except for Ronan the Accuser. I think that's his weakest villain I've seen in any of his comic book stuff. Ronan the Accuser. It's just, eh. That one sucks. Um... <clears throat> His character has also been built up for two movies, which makes him much, uh, which gives him much more weight to the actual story, because he is a twist villain, but it never really hides the fact that he has ulterior motives. It's just like, what are those motives? And it works a lot. I like it. Huzzah! Finally, another. It just works. The, uh, the, the movie continues the arcs of most of its cast. The only character that doesn't really change is Drax, but. He is the emotional catalyst of Mantis's uh, change and her joining the team. So that's kind of what he's here for. Rocket and Yondu actually become friends in this movie, finding they have a lot in common, both being rather professional assholes, even to those that are close to them. His message actually gets through to Rocket, and he becomes a better friend to Quill and others in the group because of Yondu. So, yeah, I like it. Baby Groot is adorable and is great. I love his whole scene in the beginning of the movie, dancing to Mr. Blue Sky while the Guardians battle these giant alien monsters. You know me, you know I, I love big alien monsters, so I like it. 
It's funny and perfectly matches the tone these movies are going for. Peter Quill's first movie is about accepting what happened to it with his mother. Um, by the end of that film, eventually opening his mother's last gift and coming to terms with what happened when he was a kid. Um, yeah, this film is about his father. Uh, and it works really well. It's him finally, seemingly, finally having the father figure he always wanted uh, in Ego. But obviously, that shit goes down in flames. So, <laughs> yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, Gamora and Nebula become better people in this movie after years of battling each other. They finally talk to each other about how awful their, how awful their childhood was in Thanos. He's an asshole. And, yep. Uh, like I said previously, Peter finally meets his father and feels like he has finally found his home while on the planet Ego. Growing close to his father who begins to manipulate his son uh, and makes him believe that his father wants him to join him for the greater good. He almost falls for it as well, Ego being able to influence people. But unfortunately for Ego, he mentions his involvement with, with Peter's mother's cancer. Yeah. As it turns out, his father's the one that put the tumor in her head. That killed her because he claims that if he, if he came back for a third time to visit her, he would have stayed and he would have given up on all of his aspirations of essentially conquering the universe with himself by uh, putting these plants of his consciousness on all planets and essentially terraforming the universe to become one big giant entity uh, and that's what snaps him out of it that's what snaps him out of his you know trance he was in and like seeing the the huge picture because essentially he's um he, he's half god essentially he's a he's a uh, a celestial which is pretty cool I like it a lot. I kind of like how they twist it into Star-Lord's story. Uh, where Peter then realizes the evil in his father, his father's plan, Peter is then saved by his adoptive father, Yondu, and finally accepts him as his real father, even with the mistakes. Yeah, I liked that. I like Yondu's arc a whole lot in these movies, especially with Peter. Um, I mean, there's the whole famous lines like, he might have been your father, but he wasn't your daddy. Like that whole joke. I, it's not really a joke, but I like the whole thing. It's used a lot in memes. And the whole fucking you know, Mary Poppins, y'all, and all that shit. But, uh, yeah, I like it a lot. I like Yondu and Peter's dynamic in this. And it finally explaining why he always gives Peter a bit of a pass when it comes to things. Uh, like in the first one and his crew. That's part of the reason why Yondu actually kind of gets you know, that kind of... He does get mutinied by his crew. Because they're like, why do you always put Quill above us? You always let him get away with shit. You always help him. Why do you always let him do this shit? You're not a real Ravenger. We're going to take over this ship. And, uh, yeah, Yondu's whole arc and, unfortunately, his death in this movie is what that all stems from. But it's really good and it's done really well and I like it a lot. I, uh, I, I actually know a lot of people that cried at this movie, which I don't really cry at movies, to be fair. It's very far and few between anything actually gets the most response from me. I never cried at this movie. It does, it does get me like, ooh, it does hit me in the feels, though. Um... But uh, that's about it. In terms of Yondu, it's pretty good. I like it. <laughs> like the first film, this movie has an awesome soundtrack and score, having songs like Brandy, Here a Fine Girl, Father and Son, The Chain, and Come a Little Bit Closer are some of my favorites. I actually prefer the soundtrack more than the first one, mainly due to the fact that the songs play more into the story than the first one, specifically Brandy, You're a Fine Girl, being the analogy that Ego uses to manipulate Peter, saying that they're they're the sailor and you know like his was his brandy was peter's mother 
while his is Gamora's. It's like, hey, like, you you make a fine wife, but you know, the 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 lady is my sea. Uh, the sea is my lady. Either way, uh, I like it a lot. It's done well. I really like the soundtrack. Plus, I just kind of like I gel more with the songs in this one than the first one. However, I still really enjoy the first one soundtrack. Obviously, being full of jams. So yeah. I really like this movie. I have a lot of fun watching this movie. It's funny. There's a lot of cool action. It's pretty flashy. The characters are, are interesting. They're not just boring, uh, you know, stand-ins for other characters while two or three characters get most of the spotlight. I like everyone. Everyone gets something and has something to do in this movie, and no one feels like they're just stagnant. So, yeah, it's good. It This one feels more like a James Gunn film than the first one, to be fair. I still think the first one might have the edge in terms of which one's better, but I enjoy this one probably just as much. So I give this movie an 8 out of 10. I think it's a great Marvel film. I definitely think it's one of the best ones out there you can watch. And it's certainly better than a lot of the shit that's coming out of Phase 4 so far. So, yep. <laughs> so, well, I hope you enjoyed this review. If you did, I've reviewed a fuck ton of other Marvel movies. Ones that are in the MCU and the ones that aren't. If you've, this is the first time you're listening to me, I also reviewed the first Guardians of the Galaxy, like I said earlier. So, if you want to check that out as well, it's highly appreciated. Also, I've reviewed other things out of the Marvel movies, so if you're interested in just movie and TV show reviews in general, drop a follow on every app you're streaming through. That way you get a little notification when I post a new review. Also, listen to my previous ones, please. It helps grow. It helps grow. The, I, I, it's, it's, it's cool if you listen to my other reviews. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Well, I hope you have a fantastic day, my friend. And, uh... You know, just try to have fun. Spooky season is here. I'll be reviewing more spooky and Halloween-y movies soon. Um, been watching a few, writing a few reviews for them. So that'll be coming. So thank you and have a good day. Hello, my loyal followers. And today I would like to talk to you about this new and exciting clothing brand, 1033 Industries. They are a group of former law enforcement and military members that are working towards giving back to the community that they are a part of. They feel they are obligated to help those that aren't given the resources they need. Working with nonprofit organizations like 220 and disgruntled vets, they want nothing more than to fulfill whatever the community that they love needs. They don't follow the words of good enough. Due to their strong background and discipline, they strive for excellence in quality goods having hats, barware, women's and men's clothing, having performance shirts, base shirts, and graphic tees. A great choice for anyone that is proud of what America should stand for and those that have protected and served its people and land. You can find them at www.1033usa.com along with more information about them and their affiliates. They have given me a discount code to give to you all. Use promo code 1033NATION at the checkout for $5 off your order. And that is all caps. Again, 1033NATION at the checkout for $5 off. Thank you, and please support the show's sponsor by using the discount code. It shows them that I sent you, and I greatly appreciate it. And I hope you have a fantastic day.